When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 2, Episode 14, Chapter Titled... I didn't write this down. I did. What is it? I'm, I'm not, not a, a crook. crook. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't introduce our guest yet. Oh, sorry. Um, I don't think we have to. I don't think we have to. Our guest <laughs> needs no introduction. Yeah. She's our only friend. <laughs> <laughs> and she's only listened to the first 12 episodes of our show. Hi, guys. Today is Boy Meets Girl meets Boy Meets World meets, meets Miranda. Guest, meets Miranda. This is me. That's Miranda. Hi. She listened to our show a couple times. The first season, yes. But and she invites herself over to our house. That is what happened. All the time. All the time. That's what happened today. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that happen? How did this whole thing happen? I wasn't there. Um, we were at my sister's baby shower. She's having a baby and he's going to be very cute. Very. Um, and Miranda's husband, as she was leaving, I guess, today said, are you going to Tanya's after the baby shower? <laughs> Call me whenever you go to Tanya's yeah. after the baby shower. I said, I'm not going to go to Tanya's. I'll come home. I'm not going to be out late. And, and, he said, <laughs> and then one of the first things she said to me was, what are you doing after the baby shower? <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're recording and stuff. And she was like, okay, I'm going to come do that too. So I texted Alden. I was like, Miranda's coming to record. And that's and, all she wrote. And the then shortly history. thereafter, I got a text that said, this is Miranda. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm coming over. I'm coming over. I'm mm-hmm. going to be on the podcast. Get ready. Uh-huh. And here I am. And then we sat down to do the podcast, and she said, I'm scared. Yeah. But she's not. She's doing great. Yeah. Thanks. This is my first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's going to be good. <laughs> um, I think so. Okay. So we didn't really, like, talk about anything we're going to bring up before the show at all. Do we, we? I mean... Are we just going? I guess. I don't know. Our faces are, like, way too close to each other to actually talk about something personal or anything. Well, I mean, like, we're really usually this close. We are, but now we have another face in there, too. I'll just stare at the mirror and pretend, like... It's just you you and you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you don't feel awkward. That's not... I I know, I know. (laughs) Where you're looking doesn't... (laughs) It's not... (laughs) I'm not invisible. No. <laughs> I'm not moving. They can't see me. Okay. All right. Sorry. So we just watched season two, episode 14, I'm Not a Crook. And we only watched it one time. This is going to be bad for me. It's not going to be great for any of us, but we've got this. It's fine. We have an extra person with extra memory. And she's... I've never known Miranda to not have something to say in my entire life. That, that is true. true. Okay. This was written by David... I mean, not written. It was directed by David Trainer, Megan Trainer's grandpa. And it was oh. written by Steve Young. That's an interesting fact. He's not. <laughs> oh. She's... Someone doesn't listen to our yeah. podcast. Oh. Season one, guys. <laughs> I've been there since season one and only season yeah. one. Okay. Um, yeah. So, where do we start? Classroom or not? <sighs> oh, damn. What? Alden. Tanya. This is like the fourth week in a row. Miranda, what am I supposed to be asking her right now? I, I I don't know. See? Do you know? Right. She now looks very expectant. 
Expectic. Miranda doesn't know because she doesn't actually listen to us. Mm -hmm. You've done this podcast with me for months now. What are you missing? What is my one contribution to this podcast? Do you really forget or are you just messing with me every week? The world may never know. I'm Um, very concerned. With what? Do you want me to just not do it anymore? Do what? I feel really awkward right now, guys. (laughs) Blurb me up. Okay. This week's blurb on Hulu. So this is, she, this is, so a a peek behind the curtain. Okay. This is where she tells us what the Hulu blurb says. Oh. Stop right now. He's about to lie to you. Listen to what she says. Uh Uh-uh. And make your own conclusion. Okay. Go. Episode 14. Did Hulu say this? I am, I am not a crook. The blurb is, Corey swindles the school out of the funds they were planning to use to build a new pool. This is not... Yeah. Y- yeah. Guys, what happens in this episode? Go ahead. Let's talk about it. She gets it. all mad that I forgot about it, and then she says shit like that. I mean, the pool was a very, very minor part of this episode. I'm not sure why that would be a blurb. Spoiler alert, Miranda. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so classroom or not, where do we start? Hallway. I, I don't remember. My memory is about as good as yours. Shit. <laughs> yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> okay, Tony, carry us. We're in the hallway. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Sean and Corey are talking, mm-hmm. and Corey's trying to figure out what club he wants to do because right. he doesn't feel like he fits with any of them. Right. And he's like, who am I even? And Sean is like, you're loyal, you're... Hold on, I need to look at my notes. Hold on. <laughs> they also say, there's like, there's no club for Corey. Like, there's no Corey club. And Sean says, why don't you make one? And he says, I probably wouldn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sean says that he's decent and loyal and honest mm-hmm. and that that's what makes him special and that's what makes him Corey. And then they go to the classroom? They go to Mr. Turner's class. Yes, after you're he right. says he's housebroken. Oh yeah, he's, he's like, like I'm he's loyal like, and decent. He's like I'm housebroken too. I'm, I'm a, a bass beagle. It's a beagle. Was it a beagle? Yeah. yeah I wrote it down. Oh, the one thing you wrote down was. <laughs> what do you say? Beagle. I'm a stinking beagle. Yeah, I'm a stinking <laughs> beagle. And yeah, now we go to the classroom, and where Mr. Turner is. Take it away, Tanya. Talking about an election. Mm-hmm. He's talking about mm-hmm. democracy mm-hmm. and explaining democracy to them. And then they start to talk about having an election for the eighth grade president because they're about to go into eighth grade. Soon. Question. Are we in English class or are we in homeroom? Because Topanga is sitting in front of Corey. John, I need an answer on the Facebook group. I'm pretty sure it's English class because in homeroom, why would they be talking about an election? Sure. That's a good point. Thanks, John. <laughs> no problem. Uh, so yeah, they're discussing the the election and uh, who should run. Sean tells Corey that this is perfect. Like that's you, because Mr. Turner actually says we need somebody who's honest, decent, and loyal. And Sean's like, "That's you, Corey. That's you." And Corey says, "No, I'm not going to do it." Yeah, he's and- definitely like shy about it and doesn't feel like that's who he really is, and he doesn't know who he really is at all. Um, so they're like, okay, who's going to run? And one of Alden's favorite characters, Alvin Meese, Alvin Meese, Mm -hmm. 
Um, he's the guy from the first episode where they were getting punched up by the bullies on purpose so they could leave or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, he was also in the uh, uncool party. Uh-huh. He was in the basement at the uncool party with and, his friends, and Simon that- and... Uh, Gar... No, it's, um... Simon and Garfunkel? Is that what you're gonna say? (laughs) No! Uh (laughs) What was his name? Armaldo? Oh, yeah. Is it Armaldo? I feel like it was, like, Garbaldo or something. Garbaldo? Whatever. Whatever. Arbaldo? I don't think Garbaldo is a name. It wasn't a name. It it was... It might be a name, and we might be offending anyone who has that name, but... Yeah, it didn't sound like a name that I'd heard before. Okay. But, yeah, and in that episode, he's talking about, and I just, I don't want to comment on this yet, but he's talking about how we're nerds, and we're fine with that. Nobody likes us, and we're cool with that. We're, we have our each other. Mm-hmm. We don't need anything more than that, so. Ubaldo. 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 I thought you were being offensive for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All done. There's something we need to tell you. <laughs> Ubaldo. <laughs> At least you're not Grado. <laughs> oh. oh, you need I, to edit that out. Get edit it. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, Alvin. Alvin. <laughs> Alvin says that he wants to run. He like Mr. Turner says. Does anybody have any nominations? Do you? Is there anyone you would like to nominate? And Alvin raises his hand and says, "I have a nomination. I would be awesome." And so then they're like, "Okay, does." Will anybody nominate Alvin? Because yeah. somebody else you has to nominate can't you. Can't nominate mm-hmm. yourself. And Corey's like, I will. And Sean's like, No, you need to nominate yourself. And so then Sean's like, I nominate Corey like, because I, he's of the state of Sean or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he does something really obnoxious and pushes Corey into like starting a speech because Corey's just like, No, like I'm not this person. I'm not the person that should be running. I'm just a Corey. And then in the middle of this sort of like um it's like he's having a crisis in his head and in the middle of it all of a sudden he realizes he's saying very relatable things and then he just starts going he grabs the american flag and he's like cory for the people i'm gonna thank you when you vote for me i I didn't write the whole speech yeah he said and those of you who vote for me i will tell you thanks and thus begins the campaign (laughs) Oh, that was good. That was Thank good. you. Thanks. Go ahead. You choose your spots, but they work. <laughs> Where do we go from here? We go to the cafeteria? No. We go to the hallway. That was a trick question. Because you I actually remembered that? No, no I looked over my down. notes. <laughs> okay. I did write That's each where the of... hallway... That's where his notes stop, isn't it? Isn't that what he <laughs> yeah, said? I think like, so. I... <laughs> he wrote down the hallway and then I ate my burger. Yeah. I was so... While we were watching the episode, not only did we only watch the episode one time, but we were eating dinner while we watched the episode. Well, I was, and Miranda was. Tanya yeah. wasn't, so hopefully sh- her notes are amazing. I ate so much food at the baby shower, I don't feel like I could eat for another three days. I'll probably eat at like 9 o'clock tonight when I get starving, but right now I'm still so full. So Can't you just hear it in my voice? I ate that burger no problem, and I was super full. I don't know how you did that. I'd be throwing up right now. No, I'll just weigh myself tomorrow and weigh like five pounds more. That's not how that's yes. not how yes, pounds and food work. Well, that's how it works in my world. Alden tells me all the time, like that's not how pounds work. And it's what not. does Alden know about it? I also have pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So we're in the hallway? We're in the hallway. And what's going on in the hallway? I don't know. Um well that's where they're we're campaigning, right? Yeah, I think are they they're filming. 
Ah, uh, yes, Sean is Sean filming. is filming. He has taken the reins of this situation and is trying to make Corey, I don't know, relatable. Yeah, he's his campaign advisor, and he's, like, directing him to do certain things, like, okay, come through the doors and talk to Topanga, and and he's written a script for both of them, and Topanga goes completely off script. And they're talking about how, like, Corey is the average. He's he's happy with just saying, hey guys, I'm average. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a man of the people and he's going to work for them because he's just like them. And he has Corey walk up to Topanga and he says, Topanga, what do you have to say? And she says... She starts having actual like political things to say about it and Sean's like, Topanga, just read the script I gave you. It doesn't go well. Yeah, and she's like, well, why would I say that? I would never say this. No girl would ever say this. No girl would ever say, I love Corey because he's so cute and cuddly. Yeah. Also, <laughs> cuddly doesn't have an M in it. <laughs> and uh, uh, so Sean says, okay, that's fine. Just, you know what? You're right. You should just be a voice for your your people and your your uh, women brotherhood or something. Yeah, women brotherhood. And, women uh, brotherhood. And We're women brotherhood. We are. and uh she says oh really sean i appreciate that thank you and then he says okay but before you say that can you lick your lips for me real quick and she's like ew you are awful and then like runs away and he is yeah well (laughs) my 11 year old self liked it i don't know about you guys but (laughs) as an adult i just can't stand most of him like Obviously, as a child, I was very misled. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, like, now, knowing what I know of the world, if I had known that as a child, I don't know what people I would have had crushes on. This is true. Like, I still think I would have had a crush on Jonathan Brandis, because I don't think that he ever played a part that was just, like, jerk all the time. I'm checking out, guys. He was a pure soul in this world. He was... Mm-hmm. I really hope he's doing okay up in heaven. I hope so, too. He was sweet. He was. I wish he had been mine. Me, too. We can't share him. I would have him first. Oh, yeah, you're older than me. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay, so Topanga thinks Sean is gross and Miranda does not. So My 11-year-old self did not. Thank you for... <laughs> My 30... <laughs> self... <laughs> has no firm opinion. Um, that reminds me. I missed a whole classroom thing. Okay, go ahead. You should have written it down. I did. Oh, I, interesting. I, so I kind of she just... She was staring in my eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. I distracted her. I, when I write my notes, they end up sort of like all over the page and not actually like in order. I don't why know why. Do how, I don't know. It just happened. How could you even? Yeah, I don't know. Things aren't happening on the show out of order. I know. I don't know. I don't know why, how this happens. So when they start talking about the election... In the classroom, Mr. Turner's talking about democracy and stuff, and Corey's just like, <coughs> who cares? Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Turner coughs back, attention. And Corey coughs back, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very funny. Yeah, and Miranda best. just reminded me of it. Oh, because well. she because said she 30. <coughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. That would have been a good bit back then. Also, yeah, well. back then is now. 
1995, we have crossed over into the new year. Oh my yeah, gosh. We missed that. It's We hit 1995. I don't know if it was this episode or last wow. episode. Mm, I guess it would have been last episode. I don't know. Well, this was January 1995. Right. What last... were you doing in 1995 in January of 1995, Alden Bear? Crushing on Jonathan Brandis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about you, Tanya? Watching Adventures in Odyssey? Listening to Adventures in Odyssey <laughs> and okay. reading... Christy Miller. <laughs> nice. 1995. What are I you was, doing, Miranda? Wait until we ask you. Uh, let's see. I was crushing on Billy Corgan, <laughs> Alden's favorite. <laughs> I can get behind I, that one. I was wearing my baby doll dresses you and just chokers wanted him to walk up to and you combat like, boots. Okay, Miranda. I'm really glad that you brought this up because I wanted to know how you felt about the fashion this episode. It was very interesting. I loved it yeah, so much. Yeah, very, very uh, reminiscent. Corey, or not Corey, but um, Sean's hair, though. I remember you saying before, like, we all thought that Sean's mm-hmm. hair was, like, so amazing back in the day, but really, it looks like complete shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what we were thinking. We had very low standards. Apparently. Also, he is probably sweating through he needs your deodorant because he's wearing 25 shirts in every scene. He needs Lumi. Yeah. We don't have... (laughs) They're not paying us. Sorry. Just thought I'd put it out there. I'm going to put a beep there. Just like, we need... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, what's up with, like, the triple layers? He has, like, an undershirt and then... A Henley, mm-hmm. and then a flannel, a flannel, and then a vest on top of that, and it's just like he has yeah. to be so sweaty. Do you think Agreed. maybe somebody got a list of like what are cool clothes for kids, and <laughs> then just that like was, all like, Okay, yeah, give him that. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Quite possibly for someone who talks about how much money he doesn't have all the time, he has so many clothes. Agreed. That is a good point. Maybe he shops at Goodwill. I. Shopped at Goodwill, and mm-hmm. I did not have that many clothes. Okay, fair. I also had three sisters, so... <laughs> Sean does not have three sisters. He had one for a he while. Had one. But she kind of just disappeared, right? Well, we haven't heard anything from her since uh, that episode, for sure. Okay. As far as we know, right now, Sean's an only child. Okay. With, like, 25 uncles in jail. <laughs> nice. What were we talking about? Oh. Um... <laughs> Topanga oh. walked away angry. Oh, yes. That's good. That was like a bookmark. Bookmark. And then we went back home. We went home to the kitchen mm-hmm. where Sean is still filming and he's with Eric. Yeah. And he's right. telling Eric to just like, we want to show him having natural interactions with his brother. He's a brother to the people. And so <laughs> Corey like dramatically walks in the back door and Eric's like, this is my brother, Corey. And I'm just your average brother. And so it's my job to tell you that Corey has an allergy to scallops. And this is his Scooby-Doo thermos. (laughs) And his fuzzy bunny PJs with a fuzzy tail. And Corey's like, I haven't worn those in years. And then Eric holds it up and he has it like dancing. He's like, bouncy, bouncy, vote for me! (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Amy walks in and... She's like, oh, is this your script? And she, like, picks it up. And Corey's like, oh, no, 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 you don't need to read that. And she's like, Corey's brother, Eric, 
Or like it's like Corey can do whatever he wants. Oh yeah, Corey. It opens to Corey eating pizza for yeah, breakfast because can Corey do can do whatever he wants because his parents died. <laughs> and she's like, "How do you feel about the demise of your parents?" And he's like, "Don't take it personally. It's only for a short amount of time." Like, well, and Sean explains that parents aren't cool. Like we've right. looked back and and we've seen that parents aren't cool and. We have to make Corey seem cool, which is... And independent, because mm-hmm. independent is cool. Which is the first real moment of, like, you're they're admitting now that they're trying to make Corey cool, where this whole thing started, and Sean was saying, this will be perfect for you because you're average, and everybody loves you because you're average. And now he's going, but we got to make you cool. Well, and they want to make people feel bad for him, too. Like, there's, like, the sympathy aspect. His parents died. Oh, no. I just think it was more that he gets to eat pizza whenever he wants because his parents are dead. Like, he can do what he wants. We give our children pizza yes, for yes. breakfast yes, if I there's know. leftover pizza. <laughs> They're like, what's for breakfast? I'm like, there's pizza in the fridge. Pizza is probably better for you than cereal. It has all of the food groups on it. Just probably more of ones yeah. that you shouldn't have. Yeah. Like, there are vegetables on it. You just, they're just sprinkled. You know what I was doing in 1995, by the way? I was Eating pizza for breakfast? I because was, you didn't know you had a gluten intolerance. I was, <laughs> that's true. I was looking at that the food pyramid that had, like, a full basement row of grains and, yes. like, what milk. What a great time <laughs> to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> what does the food pyramid look like now? Is it different or is it the same? Because I think our kids have said, like, oh, but we're supposed to have so many grains. Well, there's not a pyramid anymore. It's a plate. Really? Food plate? Yeah. Yeah. So where it shows, like, you should have, like, this much vegetables this, yeah, on yeah, your yeah, plate yeah. and this much. That's smart. Right. But I think, you know, whole grains and stuff are still a big part of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of that came into play with... They needed things to fill to fill the children. Like instead of, I mean, eating vegetables don't fill the kids as right. much as grains do. But what I want to know is, what does this have to do with you in 1995 and the food pyramid? That's what he did. He studied it. You in studied 1995. the food pyramid. He was and obsessed with it. <laughs> how many yeah. grains that you were supposed to get as a daily intake? I was just thinking about Corey having pizza for breakfast. Like in 1995, that definitely would have been like this is all of my bottom row. And was yeah. dairy was the next one up, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, pizza has tons of grains and tons of dairy. So it's a great part, a balanced part of your complete breakfast. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Anyway. We're all having pizza for breakfast tomorrow. <gasps> Except well, I don't I'm like not. pizza. What? Whoa, Miranda! The stares I'm getting. But you like pistachio? Yeah, that okay, was we're back fantastic. On but nah. I don't like pizza. I've never been a pizza fan. You're very lucky. If I didn't like pizza, I would probably be a much healthier person. Ah, uh, yes, but where I lack in the pizza, I make up for it in the sweets and chocolate. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I didn't like sweets and chocolate, I would also be a much healthier person. Well, we all have our vices, I guess. You just have multiple. Corey doesn't have these vices. Why True. not? Because he's running for president, and, and presidents he's can't have vices like and loyal. This. Sorry, I'm just trying working. to get us back on okay, track. Okay, sorry, sorry. Here. I know. Okay. I didn't want to break up Boy Meets sorry. Girl talk. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, we're back. Um, cut that out. Just edit it. But so he, <laughs> well, how much editing do you think I'm gonna do? Apparently, a lot. It Next is a week's lot. gonna be rough for you. It's gonna yeah. take forever. Sorry, um, I talk a lot. 
Sometimes. That's why you're here. Yeah. All right. That's why that's we wouldn't want a guest on that doesn't speak words. Well, yeah. That'd be a little awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. You're doing great. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> so, Sean says in that whole thing, like, we got to give the people what they want. And they want Corey to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't think Amy really, like, gives him there any lesson there. Yeah, there isn't yeah. a lot going. She does kind of call Sean stupid or something like that. She, she well, and definitely... He says, listen, I don't want to lie to you. And she goes... <gasps> Why would you start now? <laughs> um, but I expected her to kind of give him a lesson, but maybe they just kind of ran out of time because there's a lot more coming. Yeah, but Amy doesn't do a lot of lesson giving. That's true. Like, she is definitely more the, like, she tries to be on their level more than give lessons. Alan tries to give lessons and it goes badly. That's what the teachers in the school are for. So she's the Mr. Turner and Alan's the Mr. Feeney. Only they're both bad at it. Oh. You don't think... Amy and Alan are good parents? No, they are good parents, but they, like, they don't teach the kids as much as they sort of just make sure they don't get hurt and stuff. Is she just there to make, like, ironic quips and stuff? Yes, Yes. but she's very good at that. There you go. She is very good at that. Well, and Amy and Alan are there to be examples of, like, what a healthy relationship is. Okay. Now we all know. Yeah. So we go from... I'm so glad you guys have me. So we, we go from the kitchen to the hallway. How, you, you, oh, I see those notes. Okay. Okay, so they're in the hallway. and What's are, going on? Something about Feeney and a fire principal. Is that what that says? <laughs> I, can't, I can't read my writing. <laughs> what what Feeney, is that Feeney? Feeney and a fire principal? <laughs> <laughs> I was eating a hamburger. I don't think that says fire. What does it say? Free? Fred. Free, free principal. Fee? I, I don't, I don't know. This is like a doctor's prescription. <laughs> All I give the people what they want. Does this say hall or hell? hell? <laughs> They're like in hell? Hall. That's all. Oh. They're in hell. That explains the fire. <laughs> Feeney is the fire principal in hell. It all makes sense. It really went south really quickly. Very far south. <laughs> we just thought this was a show about elections. No. This is a very uninformative episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so Feeney is the principal of hell. And <laughs> they're in the hallway. Is he, like, watching a bunch of stuff go down and telling Mr. Turner that, like, he's like, is this what you expected? First of all, Mr. Feeney acts like he has never seen a school election before and has no concept of it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that's happening is what happens in every episode of any sitcom where there's an election at all. So I just assume, like, this is how school elections go. But Mr. Feeney acts like school elections are a thing that don't even happen. He's like, what is going on? They're arguing. Yeah, they're fighting to be president they're debating like, sir. they're supposed to be doing this um are we in the hallway or are we in the lunchroom we're in the hallway at first and i don't know why, <laughs> why? <help> us. <laughs> let's just let's just take let's a little just, a little stroll a little into the detour. cafeteria yeah, let's skip Where that hallway. Alvin, I didn't even like that hallway scene anyway. Yeah. They're always changing the hallway. They're taking away lockers and putting lockers back in. Maybe to Mr. Feeney, like the lockers on fire? Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. He, he lit the lockers on fire and Alvin died. There we go. No, Alvin's in the cafeteria right now. <gasps> He's back. This is hell. 
<laughs> Wait, is that the hallway scene where, like, the guy comes up and I completely forgot what he said? What guy? Yeah. The one that, like, looked like he was, like, 32? Was that Mr. Turner? <laughs> no, dude. It was a student. Oh, yeah. So Mr. Feeney was talking to the student who wanted to, um, I, it was fire. <laughs> Guys, it was fire. I, I still don't. Mr. Feeney was talking to the student, um, about getting his grades up. And he says, if you don't get your, if you don't get your project done, you're not going to have an F. You're going to have a G. And, um, Mr. Feeney walks away from scolding the student and Sean... Hunter walks over. Oh, yeah. And goes, yep. oh, you have a problem with Mr. Feeney, do you? Well, you know, if you vote for Corey, he'll get him fired. Oh. You can just make him disappear. Mm-hmm. Would you like to make him disappear? And he's like, he can't do that, can he? And Sean's like, he'll do anything you want if you vote for him. So he goes back to Corey and Corey says, I can't fire him. And Sean <laughs> says, these are just promises. As soon as the campaign's over and you get elected... Then you go back to doing the thing that you want to do. Right. So right now, you just give the people what they want. Right. And he says, say it with me. Give the people what they want. And he makes Corey say it with him. Mm-hmm. And then we I would... was so glad I wrote down Fire Principle. That was so smart. If you hadn't, we would have not known about this entire scene because I somehow blocked that whole thing out of my memory. And I forgot everything except for the student that looked like <laughs> yeah. he was 32. You're like, the, the, isn't that when he's talking to the guy? <laughs> you know. You guys, you guys should maybe do this podcast together because you help each other remember everything. And I'm just over here like, what? That's... We would strangle each other. I think I was asleep. I would I would not strangle you. Well, then what I would strangle her. Is, you'd be dead. Well, you heard um, it here first, folks. No, can we not? Because if something happens, yeah, I'm going to be blaming blamed. you. All right. This is the second week You're in a row that we've talked about killing people. Really? This is not what our podcast is meant for, for death and murder. Wait, who did you kill last week? I killed him, maybe? Oh. All, yeah. I, all I remember saying was that if Alden dies, I did not do it. Mm-hmm. I'm dead now. Maybe if you catch up, you'll get to hear that episode. Is that why you have all the sand in your bed? <laughs> 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 And I'm slowly burying it alive. <laughs> what? I'm sorry for everyone listening. Sorry. Because what does that mean? <laughs> she was gonna come. <laughs> she was gonna come take a nap after we ate all of the cupcakes. We were and so stuff. fat we were and full. so tired. And we said we just need to go back and take a nap. And I, and she and was I like, said, I'm okay. going to get in your side of the bed. I was like, I've been taking the kids to Big Beach, so there's sand in my side of the bed. You're going to cut all of this out, right? I don't know how or what or when or when or how. Well, she said there's sand in the bed, and I'm like, why? <laughs> Is this some kind of like, weird sex game or something that you're having? Yeah, I'm cutting it out. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut this. This is great. And Tanya said, yeah, it's great. I dressed in my 1900s. <laughs> floor-length nightgown and throw sand in the bed. It's part of a ritual. <laughs> so that's where the sand in the I'm bed came from. I'm glad you found things to say about our bed. Why are you turning red right now? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you so uncomfortable. <laughs> it can't <Cafeteria>. be Cafeteria. <laughs> We're in the cafeteria, guys. Okay. And Alvin is standing on a table. Right? And he's just like... Why yeah. are you calling him that instead of Meath? Isn't that what he goes by? I Meath? think because we've seen him before as Alvin. Mm. And so when they said Meath, I was like, but that's not his name. Like, he's obviously one of the guys. And I couldn't remember which one he was until they said 
Alvin Meese. And I was like, oh, he's Alvin. Because I remember them being like Alvin and Simon and me thinking that there was going to be a Theodore. Theodore. But it was Ubaldo. But it was Garfunkel. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Alvin is like I said when we first saw him, I hope we see more of these guys. And now we are. And he's a completely different character in this episode. Well, he doesn't have his henchmen. It's true. To rein him in. Yeah. Like, so Sean is helping Corey with his campaign and Alvin doesn't have his people helping him with his. What happened? Did they transfer? Maybe. Maybe they died. Maybe. They got drowned in sand. Yeah. Can we please Sex stop talking game about gone that? wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cafeteria. Alvin's oh. doing speeches. Can we just... So there is a part, and I think it's in... I'm never going to get through this cafeteria it's, scene. Okay. Is that a gnat? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't hit me. I thought you were going to slap me. It was a gnat. Oh, yeah. There. <laughs> right there on your cheek. I really hope that smack came through the mic. I can do it louder if you need me to. <laughs> For Foley purposes. Why are you drinking now? He's trying to work out the courage to kill you. I'm just waiting until we can talk about okay, the cafeteria. Sorry, okay, okay. So in the hallway, I think, um, Sean and Corey are talking to someone else. And Sean says, I think he gets off on it. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Mm. No. Corey says, because Sean's like, yeah, we can do this and we can do this and we can do this. And Corey's like, Sean, are you getting off on this? And Sean goes, yeah. <laughs> I was shocked yeah. by that line. Yeah, they're 13. Yeah, but it was TGIF. Oh, I know. And they were talking about getting off. I think it kind of had a different connotation then. What connotation does getting off have? But there were other shows that would say things like... I lived in 1995. There were other shows where people would say like, oh, he's really getting off on this or whatever. And I don't think... I didn't realize what that meant. Right. Yeah, I guess not. I don't remember like... I guess I didn't remember it happening in this show, so I don't know. It just, I was like, what? And Caden was watching it with us, and he went, he just started laughing. So, like, he got it. Well, I mean, he's older than we were when we saw this episode, or at least older than I was when I saw this episode. Are you trying to say I'm older than you? No, but you said that you couldn't watch it when it came on. That's true. Goodness gracious. You couldn't? Mm. Oh, I, I apparently missed that episode. We've... (laughs) <laughs> We've spoken a lot about the fact that I was not allowed to watch things you, that most people were allowed to watch. You weren't allowed to watch Boy Meets World. Nope. Believe I wasn't allowed being... to. Jesus was not in it. Mm. But okay. I was, however, allowed. What was the thing that we were watching recently that I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I was allowed to watch this in particular and was not allowed to watch like anything else? Cafeteria. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's go. Cafeteria. What happens in the cafeteria? Go ahead. Alvin's giving a speech. Okay. Talking about how he wants to change the school. But he's, he's giving empty promises too. He's saying that uh, the, the teachers get paid to be here. The students should get paid to be here. I promise that everyone will get paid if they vote for me. So everyone's all excited about that. Yeah, everybody gets money. But he doesn't say how much. He could be paying them each a penny and he's keeping his promise. So Corey, or Sean stands up, right? Sean stands up on the desk and starts giving up speech for Corey. Right, because everybody's chanting something for Alvin. Mm-hmm. So then Sean steals that thunder and he starts saying that, he starts saying something for Corey and then Corey gets up and he's just like, you know what I hate? 
how long the school week is. So I propose the school week ends on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday are added to the weekend and Monday's optional. Well, and there's a little bit there too where Corey starts saying something that's actually like, we need to clean up our school or whatever and mm -hmm. kids start walking away. Right. So he But tries they start to... walking away because Mr. Feeney and Mr. Turner start to come into the cafeteria during this part. I think part of it too was that he was saying things that were boring to the kids. Yeah, but there were a couple of them that were standing there that were like shaking their head mm. because the t it was when the teacher started coming in that everyone started to disperse. They didn't yeah. want to be caught in the middle of that. Right. Agree to disagree. I, I agree to none of that. Agree with Tanya. I'm glad. Okay. Me too. Let the record state. Hashtag girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so Corey stands up and starts giving a whole bunch of empty promises about making it a... Uh, a five-day weekend. Yeah. He's going to get rid of Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then Monday's optional. But, but come Tuesday. in ready to learn on come Tuesday. That is my kind of work week, people. Mm -hmm. That is ideal. That literally is your kind of work <laughs> Hey, listen. <laughs> I would have loved to have had that kind of week in school. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would absolutely vote for Corey. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I would have voted for Corey without the empty promises. Because I think he's loyal and honest and what was the other one? Decent. Decent. He's super decent. And you know who else I would have voted for? Who? You, Alden. Aww. Aww. Because I think you're loyal and decent and honest. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, hard for her to get out. Alden would have <laughs> never run for a class president. No, he it's was true. too busy being the Sean of his class and going yeah. after all the girls. I didn't go after them. Um, they went after they, him. They, they came after him. They were mm -hmm. falling at his feet. They had no choice with his magnetic charm. I was too busy skateboarding to worry about oh, the yeah. women. So sexy. Oh, so Alden, look at him with his skateboard. <laughs> and his his was it Vans or Airwalks? I had both. No, I had Airwalks. The Airwalks with the anarchy symbol on them. Mm. I, they did have an they anarchy did. symbol. Yeah, I know. Mine did too, though. Isn't that weird? I really think that you are the perfect combination of me and Alden. I think so. Because Cafeteria. <laughs> oh, here so we are. So basically what I'm saying is that Miranda could do the show all on her own. Right. She would yeah. just argue with herself. She would. <laughs> um, Cafeteria, what's happening? We're still there? No, we, we're not. We we're are. We're so there. God. Um, because oh. all of the stuff hasn't happened yet. So uh, Mr. What Feeney and Mr. Turner come in, and they're um, talking about the process, and Mr. Feeney goes, is this really what you had in mind? Mr. Turner's saying, uh, yeah, we have, to let them, we have to let it play out. We yeah. have to let them make their mistakes. The democratic I'm, process. Yeah, I'm teaching mm -hmm. them about democracy, and this is democracy. And, and he has a point. He does. And Mr. Feeney says, but we're trying to teach them to be better than our generation. He also has a point. And then he says... I agree about letting them make their own mistakes. I do the same thing for a young teacher that I don't always agree with in my staff. And he walks away, and Mr. Turner goes, "Wait, you talking about me?" <laughs> um, but now it was, kind, it was kind of sweet. It was. Yeah. So um, now Corey's standing up, and he's he's giving promises that he can't fulfill, and um, says something about how. Alvin's not loyal or whatever. Al Alvin and or honest or Alvin's not honest, and Alvin says, "Really?" So I have a story for you, and walks over and brings this girl, and she looks like forlorn and like kind of mousy mm -hmm. and like 
just poor, poor girl. And he's like, now tell them, tell them your story. So he says he has some dirt he wants to uncover. And (laughs) Corey goes, well, they don't really have any dirt on us, right? And Sean goes, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, Hey, some weird things happen at the trailer park. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this girl, what's her name? Did you write down her name? I have no idea. She looks like Paula. Paula. She doesn't look like a Paula. She no. looks like a Marcy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Marcy comes in. She's an overdramatic little <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah. She doesn't <laughs> matter, so her name is Marcy. Yeah. Um, so Marcy comes in and she's like, Sean Hunter uh, acts like he's for the people, just like Corey, and back in the third grade... At the swing set or under the slide. Monkey bars. Whatever. It's on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> on the playground, he... And then she, like, starts dramatically crying. Mm-hmm. And then what happens, Miranda? He said... He said that all girls are icky. <laughs> and they're like, Thanks. what? And she like, said, I did not say that. And then she holds her notebook up. See? All girls are icky. He wrote it on her he wrote notebook. wrote it on her notebook. And then he and says, "In third grade, and she's still carrying it in seventh grade. That thing would have been in pieces three years ago. She was it obviously was, very traumatized from the experience. It was all a lie for the election. He, Alvin got him, got her to do it. You don't think that actually happened? I think it actually happened. I think, I think he happened. found. But someone. you just said that he wouldn't have. She wouldn't have kept the notebook. Maybe she did." I'm saying for the sake of reality, she wouldn't have kept the notebook. But this is a TV show on TGIF. She kept the notebook and Fine. showed that. <laughs> Fine. So. He's like, I don't think girls are icky now. I love girls. They're great. And um, Alvin's like, well, is this who you want uh, representing your president? Because Corey's like, um, he's not even running, you guys. Everybody's turning against Sean. And they all and they him cha- a flip-flop. Flip-flop. Mm-hmm. And all everybody starts chanting, flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. <laughs> and um, so basically, Alan tells Corey, like, you have to choose. Do you want to win this presidency? Or do you want to stay loyal to your friends? He says, are you willing to drop Sean? And... Uh, he's like, no. And all the people are like, boo. And he's like, wait, do you guys want me to drop Sean? And they yeah. all go, yeah. And he's like, well, that's what the people want. You Bye, Sean. Bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point we're supposed to be like, oh, this was really mean to Sean. Um, Sean was making him lie and telling him to do anything that it took to get this pres- presidency. So he was only doing what Sean had been pushing him to do all along. And then Sean's like, I hate you. You're awful. I can't believe you would turn on me like that. You're not loyal at all. Yeah, I do think we were... Sean voice. That was good. That was good. (laughs) I think this was one of those situations where we we were supposed to go, Corey, you're not being loyal to Sean. Boo. But... Right. Drop him. Yeah. Sean sucked. All right. Miranda still is like, I wouldn't drop Sean, that poor thing. Wow. Well, he's not being a good friend. He's 13, Miranda. He's not being a... Shut up. I don't mean it in that way. It's his best friend. You can't just drop your best friend like a hot potato. No, but you can... You can drop him as your campaign manager. Yeah. Well, Sean doesn't see it that way. He sees that he's dropping him like a hot potato. No, you know what? You're not my campaign manager anymore. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) This is the first time we've had, like, a disagreement about how shitty Sean is. So this is good. I didn't realize we were missing that on our show. 
So it's welcome to the show. Miranda. There's no um, usually. Oh, you should listen. Dim- oh, you should hear I'll, it. I'll, usually, it's me going. Oh my gosh, Sean is awful. I can't believe I liked him so much. And Alden going, Yeah, Sean is awful. I always thought Sean was awful. No, I I thought he was cool when I was a kid. Hmm. Was he your like role model? No. 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 I was very much Corey. Hmm. I was. We've talked about it a million times on our show that you're oh. on. Um, oh. But I was. You're not allowed to listen to this episode until you've caught up with the other ones. So Are you, you don't get me? to. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So how many episodes do I have to catch up on? We're halfway through Shit. season two, and All this right. is a long season. Okay. This is what I've I got a lot of listening to do. That's another thing our show's been missing. Somebody who would be on it that hates our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are, folks. There's a first time for everything. Mm-hmm. I don't hate the show. It's just I'm not an avid podcast listener. You know what you could flip, do? Flip, flop, flip, flop. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out on Monday morning at 6 a.m. So pick a time on Mondays that you listen to the show. Okay. Once you get caught up. Okay. Because right now you need to pick a time on Monday, Tuesday, okay, I got Wednesday, the, okay. All and right. Thursday. All right. You have a seven-day work week okay. on this podcast. I can't handle this. I'm <laughs> used to the five-day weekend <laughs> <laughs> with Mondays optional. I only work on Tuesdays. Um, Mondays are never optional here at BMG and BMW. <laughs> All right. Point taken. Here we go, folks. Those are the initials for our show. It's boy meets girl meets boy meets girl. You would know that I, if I you... I know that. She you was... idiots, I listened to season one. <laughs> this is really fun. Now I know why you made fun of me for being homeschooled. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does that mean? So, kitchen. Uh, all right, kitchen. Oh, no, no, no. Now we're still back in the cafeteria. Jesus Christ, yes. this is like still the longest. The I agree, guys. Okay. I agree. Okay, so what happens next? Well, it's still in the cafeteria, but everyone's left. It's just Corey and Sean in there alone, and Sean is very upset about the fact that Corey dropped him. He's just like, how could you do this to me? You're awful. And Corey's like, this is what you wanted. Like, And Corey's trying to be like, okay, so what's the next step? What are we going to do next? And Sean's like, what are you talking about? Like, You, you just fired, fired me. me. And he says, now I know what it looks like when someone takes a gun and stabs you in the back <laughs> right in front of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> to which Miranda goes, he stabbed him with a gun? <laughs> Did he just say gun? Stabbed him with a gun in the back? In the back, in front of your eyes. <laughs> uh, and then he walks away, he storms away angry. And when he does that, when he walks away, Eric walks in. And when Eric walks in, the audience goes, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? Yeah. Okay. That's way better. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can definitely add that one down. Um, or up. <laughs> or up. So, uh, yeah, Eric sat down and starts talking to Corey about how uh, the success is going to his head. He's he's being too selfish. He, sh- he left his friends. He should have been loyal. Um, what else happens? I mean, basically, again, Eric is just being anxiety personified for Corey. Right. That's I mean, that's all his role is. I he thought he was in. the voice of reason. No. No. No, no, because he also says... Corey is good at reasoning things for himself. It's the influence of other people that sends him off kilter. Mm. Yeah. Because he analyzes everything pretty correctly most of the time. Okay. But this is where Eric goes, yeah, I, I can't wait till they see your new campaign photos. 
uh, of you running around naked in a sprinkler. Oh, yeah, and true. And Corey I goes, about that. I was four. And he goes, you were 12. <laughs> and he's like, it was refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> and Alden fell off his bar still laughing so hard. Because Alden just ran around naked in the sprinkler last week, actually. <laughs> it was, it it was, was refreshing. while we were at the baby Super shower. <laughs> refreshing. We don't have a sprinkler. We just run around naked. Just run around naked in the street. Yeah. Wow. It was refreshing. Okay, if you say so. We're out of the cafeteria. Oh, thank you, Lord. Wow. That took an hour. We are now in the kitchen where Corey is feverishly working on his new campaign poster. Somebody started taking notes here. Alan, no, I just remember this part because it was really good. Alan comes down the stairs. And he, like, drunkenly walk. He's not drunk. He's just half asleep. He walks over. He's like, what are you doing? Wake so late. Wait, wait. We have to insert in there that he swaggered sleepily into the kitchen and went to the fridge and grabbed a pie. Oh, I love pie. the fridge. I know. Why didn't... There was no pie at the baby shower. I know. There should have been pie at the baby shower. Come on, Amy. Amy didn't plan it. My mom. Amy's did. also not <laughs> listening. Oh well, never uh-huh. mind. Her and Cece listened once. It was painful. There's was... your there's your call out, Cece. Shout out to Cece, who said that the show was a little bit painful, but only a little bit. But then shout me out and I'll listen. So there you go. Pie, pie, pie. So he's kitchen. eating pie and he's like, "What are you doing?" Corey's like, "I'm working on my campaign posters or my speech for my debate." And so Alan picks it up and starts reading it. And he's like, how do you think you're going to get Baywatch to film at the school? And he's like, at the pool. And Alan's like, you don't have a pool. And Corey's like, keep reading. And I went, hold on. Can we rewind that for a minute? And they were like, what? Why? And I was like, because Ingrid fell in the pool <gasps> in the turnaround Miranda, two episodes ago. It was two episodes ago. You, um, I, I obviously missed this. When you get caught up, okay, you will hear about how Ingrid was trying to be cool, and all of the cool kids said, let's jump in the pool at their school dance okay. in the gym, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she said okay and jumped in the pool, but none of the other kids jumped in with her. What assholes. But. There was a pool. There was a pool. Hmm. So right now, Corey is saying they don't have a pool until he gets elected. Interesting. Well, there's a lot it's of continuity. What? What if he's it's like, hey, pool. guys, there's no pool, and he just like puts a sheet over yeah. it, and then he gets elected president, and he moves the sheet, he's like, there was a pool the whole time. <laughs> That's a good, good campaign. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he- Remember, he's a magician, not a musician. That's another callback to an episode that Miranda didn't I listen wouldn't, to. I'm yeah. doing as many as possible Damn. so she's as lost as she can be. Well, you succeeded. What a power move. What a power move. <laughs> How do you feel, I have Tanya? to make sure that I'm the best female on this podcast. <laughs> Let us know if you think Tanya's the best female on this podcast. <laughs> We're going to put a poll up on Twitter. <laughs> Miranda we, or Tanya? Do we kick it Tanya be, off? It better be Tanya. I have made a lot of murderous threats on this podcast. <laughs> And I have plenty of sand to spare. <laughs> Damn it. There she goes with the sand again. Not that much sand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what happens now? I don't know. That was the last of my notes. Wait. We're all into this one. Wait. That was literally it for my notes. Jeez. <laughs> the, oh, pool, yeah? the pool point was it. 
I was so shocked by the fact that he was like, they don't have a pool. You weren't shocked. You just thought you finally found your podcast moment. Okay, anyway, so now now we're going to the debate. Okay. It's Corey. Well, this is where Alan Alan gives him the whole speech. Like, you should have... You are... You're not being who you are. You are honest, loyal, and decent. You should be that. And Corey says, well, no one likes that. That's boring. And, um... We go back to the school. To the debate in a room I've never seen in my life. I'm just going to assume that they never have shown an assembly before. Right. They have a debate room. I mean, uh, an election room. It's not an election room. It's their auditorium that they do plays and stuff like that. We just haven't seen it yet. That's all. There's been no purpose for it yet. Because Corey's not in any clubs because he's just Mm. Corey. Right. So the debate starts. And um, Alvin and Corey are both spouting off empty promises and like fighting. And Mr. Phoenix like, is this what you wanted? And it's just like, yes, this is, this is a debate. That's what debates are, you dummy. Mr. Wow. Feeney's playing like he's really stupid. And Mr. Turner's like, yes, again, again, I'm teaching them. And then Mr. Feeney's like, I know, democracy. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, so Corey's talking about himself and Alvin's talking about himself and they get towards the end of the debate and Mr. Turner's like, um, we're actually not at the end. We have another candidate. And that candidate is... Well, because well, Mr. Mr. Feeney, Feeney says... What does Mr. Feeney say, Miranda? I, I forgot. He says, <laughs> oh, hopefully was. someone who oh. has like a good ethic or An something like that. An upstanding student. Yeah. Finally, someone, a someone chance. who's recognized the 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 problems with this whatever dumpster fire of an election. And then he goes, "Well, meet our next candidate, Sean Hunter." And Mr. Feeney goes, "I quit." Yeah, and walks away. <laughs> um, m- mind you, Mr. Feeney's been standing there with a gavel, <laughs> like <laughs> like he's gonna be like, "Bang, bang, bang!" Order well, he, in the court. He does later. Oh yeah. <laughs> But it's not court. No, he just says order. Um, Maybe they do things differently in England. Who knows? He's not from England. Why does he have that accent? It's not an English accent. What is it? It's not. Is it a cultured accent? It is It is a hoity-toity accent. Okay. It's like a, I've, I've read books and I've seen things, but I don't live. He lives in Philadelphia. When I said that, like in an early episode, Tanya was like, he doesn't have an accent. He has an accent, but it's not a British accent. It's just like a rich... Those words. It's like when you watch a movie about rich people, that's the accent that they give them. Hmm. So it is. It's like a, I'm a person of culture and refinement. It's a refined accent. Do you like have proof of this? Are like, you questioning you... me? Yeah, actually. You are fired. Do you know where he's from? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. She speaks like she's so sure of this. Mm-hmm. I know things, but I don't have proof. <laughs> Welcome to my life. All right. <laughs> so anyway, Sean enters. Mr. Feeney quits. Uh, Sean comes in and starts saying, Corey's a liar and whatever. I'll give you everything you want. And he's like, he says, it's true. In third grade, I did think that girls were icky, but that's because I had... Cooties. But I have climbed my way up and I have gotten rid of my cooties and I no longer think that girls are icky. And to prove it, 
My running mate is Paula Marcy. <laughs> Marcy Paula. <laughs> and there she is. She Good comes up, Paula. she looks way less mousy in this part. Mm-hmm. She's got her hair done nice. She's wearing a cute outfit and she's super happy instead of like crying under a swing set somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um and she stands beside him like a good first lady would and so he starts making his empty promises and Corey's like, Okay, I've like this is stupid. Um but wait, what happens with Alvin? Well, for right oh. here, first what happens is the name uh, calling thing. Well, mm. because Corey says, These are all lies, you're just lying and Sean says, You wanna talk about lies, like Everything Corey has said is a lie. I know because I helped him write it. It was all lies. And Corey goes, well, you told me to say all of those things. And Sean goes, if I told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? And he says, I did when you told me to jump off a bridge. <laughs> um, and Alvin goes, what's wrong with you idiots? And Corey is like, we're not going resort to resort to name calling you four-eyed freak. And yeah, that was like super. It yeah. Was, yeah, it was out of nowhere. And Alvin gets an attitude and uh, Corey said something to him, and he goes, I don't even, I, I, my mom doesn't even pick out my clothes. Oh, yeah. No, he says, like, you four-eyed something freak. And then he's like, my mom doesn't even pick out my clothes. And they're like, huh? Out of the blue. And he's like, okay, bye. Yeah, and he, he just walks off the stage. He yeah, he says he, he withdraws. Uh, um, and that's when Corey says... Well, Mr. Feeney then is just like, okay, everybody needs to go and vote. I'm done with this. Like, go and vote, and hopefully your next president is going to do something with this school. And that's when Corey's like, um, don't you want to hear what we have to say first? And Mr. Feeney's like, no, I don't. <laughs> he's like, okay, but I really have to say, like, I started this trying to figure out who I am. And now that I've done this, I still don't know who I am. Like, this hasn't helped, and all I've done is lie, and this is not the president that you need. Yeah, he said, I thought I was honest, decent, and loyal, but obviously I'm not, um, and I withdraw. And Sean... But after he withdraws, he then says, you should vote for Sean. Uh-huh. Which, um, Sean's the only candidate, so... Yeah, kind of have no choice and there. I would mm. say, mm, you should vote for Sean, and then be like, actually, no, don't vote for Sean. I'm just going to withdraw and Sean's your new president. But then Sean says, no, don't vote for me because Corey is all those things. Corey is honest and loyal and decent. I've known him since we were kids. He's, he's, I should have let him be him. Mm-hmm. He would have been great. I made him do this. And so I'm he's like, awful. I withdraw. And Marcy's like, I wanted to be present because that's what I thought. Like he said, she's running with him. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well now... Marcy Paula is going to be the president because she's the only one left. And yeah. then he's, Sean's just like, hey, you want to go get a burger? And she's like, mm, I would draw too. And off they go to get a burger. And Mr. Feeney's just like, oh, goodness gracious, what is even happening and right now? Like, you guys don't have a leader now. Are you happy, Mr. Turner? Mm-hmm. And they're all looking perturbed when Topanga throws herself onto the stage. <laughs> she's and like, we like, need a leader, someone who can. Fix the graffiti on the walls and And clean up this school. Improve the food in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Corey, Mr. Turner goes, see, I knew that was going to happen the whole time. Right. He's like, see, democracy wins out. Yep. And Corey walks over to them and he goes, you know what, guys? This is really great. This is going to work out. Like, she's honest. honest." And And then it cuts to her. I don't remember what she's saying, but she's like, and I'll get us a swimming pool or whatever. 
And he's like, oh, no, they said a girl yells from the audience. She's like, what about the water slide? And Topanga's like, you got it. Yeah. So. And then you, everybody starts screaming, Topanga, Topanga, Yeah, and Corey goes, and she would never let the the power get to her head, and she starts screaming herself, Topanga, Topanga. And then the screen fades to black. It flades to black. I'm sitting on the floor going, Topanga, Topanga, Topanga. And the words come up, executive producer, Topanga. Yeah. And then it bounced there for three seconds, and then Miranda went, Reading is hard. (laughs) Well, it was very, like, I can't imagine noticing that when I was a kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, So then we had commercial break, Mm -hmm. and there was this really great commercial that I love so much for Progressive. And and then um, Miranda questioned whether we were supposed to keep watching, and then we got to... Yeah, hold on. Miranda asked if we watched two episodes... Because she hasn't gotten to season two yet, where we only watch one. (sighs) I'm never coming back on this show again. You guys just trash my (laughs) self-esteem. You loveless. (laughs) Whatever. You're gonna be like sneaking out of your house, like tossing me like, where are you going? Nowhere. Nowhere. (laughs) Scratching your neck. (laughs) Why do you keep on sneaking out of the house like every Saturday? Didn't you just get gas, Miranda? Why do you have to get gas again? I just need more. I'll be back, man. Why does our credit card statement say that you stop at this gas station in Manassas every single Saturday? You stepping out on me? Why is there sand in your shoes? (laughs) Why does your mirror say executive producer? Or Topanga. <laughs> Were you in Tanya and Alden's room again? <laughs> so anyway, what happens here in the post-credit scene, Miranda? You just do the whole thing. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, well, okay. So, cut to, uh, yeah, Amy and uh, Alan. Alan, Amy and Alan. Yes. <laughs> so Amy's cooking something. Potatoes, potatoes. mashed potatoes they looked really mm-hmm. delicious. And so, still Alan hungry. Comes, yeah. <laughs> Don't editorialize. Sorry, what sorry. So anyway, so you know, Alan comes over and they start talking about you know being able to keep your promises and things like that, and how you should if you say something you should always just you know keep that promise. Don't stay stuff if you can't keep the promise. So then Amy said, "Oh yeah, like that time that you promised to take me to Paris." And, and Alan. Alan says, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes." Yes, definitely. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, remember? And blah, blah. What did she say? Well, he said, we were at, you know, or she goes, we were at the, and he yeah. goes, the, the place. The place. We the place. And she's like, yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm still, I'm going to keep that promise. You booked those tickets. Two tickets to Paris this summer. And then he walks away, and she has this little smile on her face while Eric is sitting there. And he got up and he said, Mom, did Dad really promise to take you to Paris? She said, he did just now. <laughs> that was the best part of the episode. I like how good. she thinks. Her smirk after yeah. Alan walks away was so good. Yeah, exactly. You guys have to watch it. You could totally pull that on Alden. Because <laughs> he forgets everything. Yeah. He wouldn't forget that he promised me to go to Paris because he, or... he knows for sure that he never <laughs> promised me anything that expensive Well, maybe ever. not necessarily a Paris trip. It's just something. You, know? you promised me 
uh, a Dr. Pepper. I didn't. My <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Yeah, you did. Remember, you guys were at that place. The place? Yeah, yes. that place. Through line. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Miranda. Yeah. What did you think of this episode? Oh, are you... we supposed to ask for book reports? Are we doing oh, that? We did it once. What's a book Remember report? Remember that time when we did it? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we were at the place. <laughs> Uh, we did it one episode where we were going to start saying book report at the end of the he episode. He wanted like, to make it like a whole class Oh, thing. Jesus Christ. But. Sorry. 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 Edit painful? that out. No. No, it's not painful <laughs> at all. I'm enjoying my time here. So what do you think of the episode overall? Well, having not seen it since I was uh, 12, 13, watching it again. 40. Uh, for, I'm not 40, <laughs> sir. Jerk. <laughs> Um, you were in 1995. <laughs> no, I'm 72. Is that the math? Because I don't think that's the math. I don't think that's the I've math I've always at been all. bad at math. Um, anyways, um, like you had said earlier, it's kind of amazing how it's still so relatable today mm-hmm. and how actually the political process hasn't really changed much. We're still like flinging shit at people and telling lies and <laughs> things like that. Yes, so, I mean, it's as bad now as it's yeah, ever been. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's changed. And I think what's crazy is that it was like it, you ended with three candidates that none of them were fit to be president whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, welcome to America. Yeah, here we are, folks. Yeah. We've got like 72 of them. <laughs> so we've taught no one about how to better democracy. Where basically. was Mr. Feeney? <laughs> With his British hoity-toity. And his gavel. He could have fixed this. So anyways, yeah, it was a good episode. Blast from the past. It's weird because you don't watch it every week. Yeah. And like I, like we do watch it every week. So now we kind of were over that like. We feel nostalgia, but not, I think, the same as you did just now watching it because we watch it so regularly at this point. Right. Um, You're not like, wow, look at those, like, puffy acid wash jeans. Oh, no, I still, the the fashion is my favorite thing. Yeah. I love the 90s clothes so much. Yeah. So much. Especially in the cafeteria when they were doing the whole, like, mob scene with Mm -hmm. the tube. Did I just spit on your face? No, no, no. I just had an itch. (laughs) We're really close right now, guys. Yeah. Um, It's closest as I've ever been to you guys. (laughs) Like, I can't even see your eye. I'm that close. (laughs) It's like, I can see just your I can, like, stick my tongue out and, like, lick your nose. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know. All right. Um... (laughs) No, like, the clothes are my favorite part. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but, so you enjoyed watching it again? I did. I did. Do you remember watching, like, any season more than another one? You know what? No, I don't. When um, you were listening to the first season of our show, do you remember those episodes? Yes, absolutely. Yes. One that sticks out in my mind is, I don't know what the episode was, but whenever um, Sean was in... Corey's room there was something that was swimming and and Corey had on his like swim shirt oh yeah the one where they were learning how to snorkel and he lost the necklace in the yeah 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 Yeah. and Sean like comes in with his shirt off and and you're like oh goodness that looks so good to my 12 year old -old (laughs) self I remember watching that and being like 
What's weird is I don't. You don't? I remember no. that episode. I think I Absolutely. remember thinking it was weird that bodies were considered, a, like, an attractive thing. Really? Like, faces, yes. And hair, yes. But, huh. like, bodies, as a general rule, I was so confused as to why just bodies were considered, like, an attractive thing. I think that faces are, like, artistic looking. Like, she everybody's still feels the same, different. same way. That's why I get away with this mess. <laughs> Whatever. You Stop must it. not have been allowed s- to watch Baywatch. <laughs> Actually, I did watch Baywatch. That's what's the so it's really weird what I was not allowed to watch and what I was allowed to watch. I think my mom picked things that we were allowed to watch based on whether it held our attention. If it didn't hold our attention, she let us watch it because we weren't being influenced by any of it. We weren't paying attention to it. Like I remember Baywatch being on. Like I sp- I remember it. But I wasn't allowed to watch things where I would be obsessed with the boys. Because they had young boys on it and I would be obsessed with them. <laughs> wow. That's an interesting approach to parenting right there. I do right think there. you should ask her what her plan yeah. was. I have what? before. She didn't have one. Yeah, I was going to say, I, didn't, I don't think she thought it through. No, if she if she wanted to watch it with us, we could watch it. So, like, we were allowed to watch Rugrats and Hey Arnold... But we weren't allowed to watch any of the other Nickelodeon shows because mm. she didn't want to watch them. Cartoon Network was out 100% oh, yeah. once that became a thing because she thought all of it was obnoxious and there was nothing that lured her into wanting to watch it. Mm-hmm. Which is like crazy. Yeah, it's not about Disney you. Disney was boycotted in our house. Why? You what don't can... remember the Christian boycott of Disney? I do, but I've all kind of blocked it out. And TGIF you know? was yeah. Disney. Refresh my memory. Why did we hate Disney? Um, well, Elton John did the music for Lion King. Oh, Jesus. And there was the penis on the front oh, of Ariel yes, yes. or the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the word sex in oh, the Lion yeah. King, mm. which I'm sure that you were wound and paused that part, too, so yeah, you could see it flying absolutely. through the air. All of us did mm-hmm. um, on our VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, there were just a lot of things. Oh, and so just a disclaimer. This is not my opinion on anything. This is not how I feel about anything. This was how I was raised. And I absolutely do not agree with anything I'm about to say. But Disney World and Disneyland Mm, did mm -hmm. gay day. Yep. Yep. And... The churches were bonkers. I, yeah, I think that's the real thing that it was. I, I think, think it was so that, true. and I think all the other stuff was thrown in there to be like, a yeah, justification. See, see, look at the other yeah, things yeah. they've done. Right, so ABC was not allowed in our house. Wow. We were not allowed to watch TGIF. That's crazy. And my dad, this may explain a lot, um, is a pastor and has been all of my life. And I had less strict viewing than you did. You met my mom today. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, anyways, but I was allowed to watch TGIF and like Family Matters and obviously like Boy Meets World. I could watch some Nickelodeon shows, but I couldn't watch like You Can't Do That on TV. I mm-hmm. think pastors get to the point though that where they get so, this is so off topic at this point. Yeah. It's where not they edited so, No, it's going to be They're it. so inundated with all of that lifestyle that they start to see it for what it is and can kind of go, 
Why are we getting so upset about this? Really? Because uh, not my pastors. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. I wouldn't say mine either. I really? Would, yeah, no. No, mm-hmm. my pastor backed my mom up 100%. 100%. He actually used my mom as an example as to what mom should be. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he talked about her from the pulpit. Like, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. Wow. But now once um, the show started running in syndication on, like, UPN and stuff... Mm-hmm. My mom loved Family Matters. Mm -hmm. So we got to watch those things. They weren't on AMC anymore. And she didn't realize that UPN was an affiliate. So we could watch Family Matters. And I think Saved by the Bell ran on that too. So, and that was NBC, so it was fine. Were you allowed to watch like Full House and The Cosby Show? I watched Full House, the first episode that that came out. I watched it when it came out. Mm -hmm. I hated it and never watched it again. All right. And then, like, as it came, like, as my sisters and stuff liked it, they watched it and I was around. But I never liked Full House. Hmm. So it didn't matter to me either way. Okay. Interesting. But so yeah. you like the episode? Yeah, yeah. It was a great episode. Good <laughs> time. Good time. Episode. I thought it was really good. I agree. I mean, it was, I don't have a whole lot I can add other than it, that. It wasn't a really meaty episode. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. one that was like, oh, I love the perspective on well, this. Well, it was really a traditional kind of school election mm-hmm. episode. It, there wasn't anything... Um, surprising about it, but I did like that it was, I don't know, it was uh, Corey deciding, like, I am I am honest and loyal and kind and whatever, like... But I also have no idea who I actually right. am, and that is so important for that age group to understand, is that, like, even if they can pick certain things out about themselves, they are still learning and growing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, would... shit, we don't even know who we are yet. And how old are we? Pretty old <laughs> at this point. She's like 30. <coughs> <So> 30. <laughs> We all are. Yep. We're all in our mid... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are in your mid-30s. Uh-huh. I'm a little over that, but... Alden's a little over that now, too. So I hear. Well, you're 72. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 72 is mid-30s, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a good episode. I, I agree. I feel like it's really nice that they were showing kids... Um, a lot of you don't know who you are, and you need to be able to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the round, like, it was a long episode that got to that point right there. I don't think it got to it very well. I think the point was there, buried in the episode, mm-hmm. and it, like, was, it showed itself a few times, but it was never really, like, spotlight, spotlighted? Is do you it, think how do you as say a that? kid, you would be more perceptive to see it because of the things spotlight? around you having so many moral things? Like, a lot of the kids' shows and stuff are teaching you... Um, morals or lessons, so you're more susceptible to learn them? Or do you think that as an adult now, we're more perceptive and see the lesson better? I think, and I've said this before in other episodes, I think <clears throat> I think these episodes, uh, the, the lessons in these episodes got to me, but I didn't realize they got to me. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. because there are, there are a lot of things about me where I'm like, oh, like, I was one of the only kids who really understood that you need to be able to accept yourself for who you are or whatever and try to it's okay to not know who you are and all that kind of stuff and there have been other episodes where we brought that up where I was like I felt that way but I don't know why I felt that way Mm -hmm. and I think it was partially because I'm sure a lot of it was Corey was so similar to me and I'm sure there were a lot of kids who would watch that and have no idea who their person was on that show right for mm-hmm. me, it was easy. Corey was the person that I was learning from. Yeah. So I think there's probably plenty of other people. I mean, uh, 
I it struck me as odd in the beginning of this episode when Mr. Feeney was talking to the kid about his grades. Uh, it was a uh, um, an African American kid, mm-hmm. and they're in Philadelphia, and there's there's like one maybe one yeah. African American in the episode. It would be very hard for anybody of color to watch this show and right. and identify yeah with any character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I do think that's a problem, but that's having Corey there was gave me something where I could be like, okay, yeah, I, I get where Corey's coming from. Well, and you're very fortunate to have someone who you related to right. that was such a good character. Right. And I think more and more now we're having more diverse characters mm-hmm. in, in popular shows. Mm-hmm. But at that time, it must have been tough. Yeah. 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 And I think for me, like, I didn't watch it to try and get lessons out of it. I was just watching it because it was funny and it had Ryder Strong. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't going for anything deeper than that. I think I, even now, anything I watch or read, and I did this as a kid too, I do look for a deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. know why I do that. But like, Alden and I will be talking about something. I'll be like, well, I think it means. And Alden will be like, um, it's just, it's just I'm a sure TV it was show. a Folgers commercial, Tanya. <laughs> That's all it was. That's all it was. It no means you need to wake up and drink your coffee, Tanya. <laughs> Did you see the cartoon in that State Farm commercial, though? It yeah. was progressive. It was progressive, yes. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I'm glad you guys are deep thinkers because literally, like I said, I just watched it for fun and to crush on Ryder Strong, so. I'm concerned that you just admit to crush on Ryder Strong after you just watched it. No, absolutely not. I absolutely don't see the allure. Good, because he's... He's annoying and a creep. Yeah. And his hair was not good. Not good. Right. He was no and Jonathan Brandis. he wore way too many yeah. clothes. Way too many. So this has been... <laughs> Is there anything you want to add before you go? I don't think so. You can find Miranda on Twitter. <laughs> at oh. Mayfair Princess? No. no. Mayfair Miss, I think. <laughs> I haven't checked my Twitter I think it's since Mayfair I Miss. Made, since I like made is it. Mayfair Princess, like your PS4 no, name, no, or is that not no. you ever? I don't ever have oh, anything. Mayfair princess. princess Alden. Yeah, I don't know this Mayfair. Next princess. week, how does she we'll feel have about Mayfair Sand. Princess? On the show. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Yeah, no, I have used my Twitter a few times and then I haven't checked it again. I said I was going to keep up with it, and I didn't. You did. You can find Miranda in her full kitchen canning strawberries and blueberries. Full of empty promises. Full of empty promises. <laughs> and I voted for you. I'm sorry. I'm a disappointment. So you can find us at BMG and BMW. You can find our Twitters there. You can email us at BMG and BMW, blah, 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 at gmail.com. The point is you... And Facebook, our Facebook group. We've oh, never yes. gotten an email ever. What? I will I need send to you check an email. it just in case. Oh, okay. I Maybe haven't checked we, it this week. I hope we have 80. I'm going to make like an alternate email account. You won't know it's for me and just start sending you like really creepy stalker emails. And we'll be so excited that someone yeah. came yes. up us. Yeah. We've literally asked people to stalk us. So <laughs> like, yes, yeah, somebody answered the call. <laughs> yeah, We've we, arrived. We have our, our Facebook group, the Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World group on Facebook. Just look for that and you'll find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? No. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 2, Episode 14. Peace out, bitches. Damn it. (laughs) Edit that out. No, No, don't. Class dismissed. (laughs)